<laughs> so hi, and welcome to Under Our Skin Podcast. We're here today with Teresa Andrews from Venom Inc. in uh, Sanford, Maine. So how are you doing today, Teresa? Hi, doing good. How are you? Can't complain too much. Nice. So how are things going for you up in Maine? Slow and steady. We're all just, uh, we're just waiting, you know. Everybody's just on standby, it feels like. Has Maine been affected really by this coronavirus? I mean, it, it, I know you're kind of more sparsely populated state than than some places right um i don't know anybody who has it um i don't know anybody who's gone through it yet um from numbers and such like that it seems as though there's not much going on up here yet we still are the last ones to open up and so it it's very contradictory as to why and uh you know we're just confused more or less you know why other places are opening and then here we are we're safe working shop and we're not allowed to open so that must be a little frustrating when in this situation we're in now when you when you don't know anyone and you don't see anyone directly around you that's getting it it makes it seem uh it makes it seem kind of like far off like it's not really that real in your you know in your reality right in my immediate reality it doesn't seem you know like it just seems very I don't know, sheepish in a way, you know, I guess we're just being herded in a way, you know, and we're almost like we're following different states, but we're not at the same time. You know, our, our governor is just doing our own thing. And uh, it's hard to understand why she's doing what she's doing and other states are opening, but, you know, we seem to be the last yet. We have probably the least amount of cases and, you know, it's strange that politics <laughs> try to see. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, funny how things work sometimes, I guess. Is there any light at the end of the tunnel in Maine? Like, as as of the date that we're, we're taping this now, a lot of states have, have reopened to varying degrees. Some states are allowing tattooing again. Some are not yet, including Maine. Uh, is, there, mm-hmm. is there any tentative date set or are you guys totally in the dark? Uh, our tentative date is July 1st. Wow. Uh, that's That's pretty yeah. far off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With New Hampshire opening, I believe it's uh, June, uh, June 15th, possibly that they'll be opening. And so we're kind of hoping that we'll follow suit with that and be able to come back sooner. Um, same as New Hampshire, but it's still unclear as to what's going to be happening. And, you know, everybody's, you know, even nail salons and hair salons are kind of, you know, not really, we're all very unsure. It's very unsure. You know, it's it's a waiting game because you wait until the date that you're supposed to open and then something changes and you get pushed out again. You know, not really bidding on anything being exactly as it's said to be anymore. Sure, sure. I, I think <laughs> in the, the way stuff has been going for all, all around the country during this, this situation is that everything is unknown and things have. The dates are set and they change and everything is so... Is so fluid. It's you can't really peg anything down. You know, definitely. Right. right. Yeah, it's it's scary. You know, not a. You know, if you're, if you're not prepared, or people that are not prepared for situations like this, you know, and that are trying to do things like sell art and whatnot, it's it's great that that's happening and people are supporting. But it's also a reality check. It's a huge reality check. Yeah, the reality that the tattoo industry is not an industry set up to be. <laughs> slammed to a grinding halt right right that it's hard for you guys as artists to to 
to support yourselves, right? To to stay in, right? In right. whatever to keep the, to bringing home the bacon when when you're not working. Right, right. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I mean, it makes you think twice of uh, what happens if something bigger were to happen. You know, would we have to pick up a second career? Would we have to? You know, like how would we would we take on something that would just be part time, like somewhere else? I mean, I don't know. It proposes a lot of questions. Definitely stuff that I've thought about for sure. I know a lot of artists have been, you know, taking commissions or or just or you know selling selling artwork or you know doing art related things. And have you been doing anything like that in this situation? Yep. yep. Um, I've definitely been designing a lot of things for some people. Um, taking on some commissions for, you know, dog portraits and so forth. Uh, kind of getting into my own little thing. You know, it's been a long time since I've been able to paint and create an actual physical piece of art versus a digital piece of art. And it's nice. It's nice. You know, you finally get a little bit of breathing time and you're like, oh, this is great. You know, and a couple weeks later, you're like, okay. <laughs> in theory, for a lot of tattooers it's it's almost like a dream come true in a way to have time to work on your own stuff you don't have to work on you know the piece you're doing today or next week or whatever and you you know you can work on your own art and you know do your own thing but I you know I've spoken with a lot of artists who say they're just not able to you know either get the inspiration or just get the oomph to get going when you're just sitting home all the time and is that something that you've run into at all oh yeah (laughs) Yeah, big time. I mean, the first couple of weeks, just binge watching, you know, like certain things here and there and kind of enjoying the freelance of doing nothing for once, you know, just completely on a stay at home vacation almost, you know, to to get back to your own core, you know, and to understand, you know, like, OK, what's going on around me? And uh, you try to stay into it, you know, and you start designing things on on the whim, you know, and then it, it kind of gets boring after a while because you're like, OK, well. I want to do something else. So you start doing housework or you start gardening or you start, you know, something else. And then you, then you're like, okay, well, I'm, I'm done with this. Now what, you know, and you just can't find like that, that point, you know, where you just, you you don't know what to do. It's a good thing to have so much free time. It's, it's weird. It's, you know, double-edged sword for sure. Do you think when, when you get, a set in stone date you think you guys are going to go right at it you say wait we can open july 1st and we're going to be open that day or you think you're still gonna we all have pre-booked appointments you know so we're just constantly rebooking people putting them you know as soon as we can get them back in back in you know so anybody who has initially been scheduled you know three months or six months ago for july 1st you know they're just luck of the draw and hopefully i mean if COVID affect them too, where they don't have the extra change anymore or they lost their job or something like that. There's going to be a lot of open holes. You know, we're not going to really know until we start calling people. Once we find out that the date is a true date to be able to know, it's going to be a little wishy-washy, you know, but there's a lot of people that are trying to get in, you know, and, and just wanting to get tattooed because they got their stimulus check. And <laughs> Well, what so, better way to spend a stimulus check or your income tax rebate or whatever than to get tattooed, right? Right, right. <laughs> it's not a bad thing, but yeah, it's going to be crazy. I think we're going to all be working a little bit of overtime, you know, for sure. Because we feel bad. I feel like a like a jerk when I have to rebook somebody and, and put them, you know, back into fall or winter or something, you know, and I feel it's it's unfair. But at the same time, what else can I do? Sure. If there's any circumstances that, you know, 
you don't you don't really need to make an excuse for yourself for it. This would probably be it. Right. Right. I mean, I really want to go back to work. We all do. Along the lines of what you're just saying, is there a concern that a lot of people are going to not have the money to to get tattooed after not working for two, three, four months, whatever it is for different people that even even though the desire is there to do it, uh, you know, the money's just not there. Right. right. Um, probably. I mean, I have gotten a few emails from people that have already been pre-booked, you know, letting me know, hey, I lost my job. I don't think I'll be able to make my appointment, you know, and hopefully I get a lot of people letting me know ahead of time, you know, instead. Yeah. A little bit later. But so far, we've been lucky enough to, you know, be getting, you know, some conversations from some people. But you never know. I mean, some people are just irresponsible with money and <laughs> probably shouldn't be getting tattooed. But at the same time, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. It'd be nice, though. I think having like a break here and there, even if some people don't can't make their appointment, that we'll be able to have some holes, you know, to not have to go straight into it and go balls to the wall, you know. So it might actually work in our favor. Are, are, are you worried about uh, uh, any kind of learning curve kind of going back or like, you know, being rusty going yeah. back? This is, you know? <laughs> I mean, this is probably the longest you haven't tattooed in a long time, right? Or ever? They, yeah. Since I started. Yeah. This is the longest. <laughs> uh, it's probably going to feel weird holding a machine again, you know, like for, for a slight minute. I mean, I assume I'd be able to pick it up just like I do, you know, with the other art projects and so forth, you know, and just, Gives you a second to remember, like, okay, yep, this is what I'm doing. Get into the zone and go into it. Um, at my job, I'm an electrician in my in my real life. And uh, yes, I have times, you know, when I'm off sometimes for periods of time. And a lot of times when I go back, sometimes I start waking up early for a couple of days before I have to go back to get back into the time schedule. And, you know, sometimes when I'm out for a while, I feel really... I feel like I haven't done it forever. I feel like I'm just learning how to do it when I go back, even though I've been doing it for (laughs) over 20 years, but I sometimes, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I started an art project um, a couple weeks ago now um, that I started and finished and it was with chalk pastel, which is my normal medium of choice. If I can art in anything, it'd be that. And uh, just getting that set up and starting with it, I'm like, how, how do I do what? my fingers right and I smear it (laughs) you know so it took me like five ten minutes to realize you know how I used to do it how to do it you know get back into the the vibe of it but I mean I don't think you ever really get you know it's just like riding a bike just need a minute minutes to get back into it yeah yeah exactly (laughs) definitely well you know what I think that's good for us I think we kind of covered what we're looking to cover here. So thanks a lot, Teresa. I appreciate your time. Yep. No problem. And, uh, you know, good luck with your reopening to you and to the rest of the the Venom staff. And, uh, and so thank you so much and take care and good luck in the reopening. Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye now. (laughs) Bye.